Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, Mayor. <laughs> Good morning. My name is Dr. Gina Fromer, and I am the president of the Southeast Community Facility Commission. Welcome today. Ooh, look at this building. The Southeast Community Facility Commission provides a forum for discussion on broader issues facing our community. Our job is to continue the legacy and the work of our founders, known as the Big Six, Alex Pitcher, Harold Madison, Ethel Garlington, Eloise Westbrook, Shirley Jones, and the famous Dr. Espinola Jackson, my girl, whose unyielding, unyielding advocacy and leadership led to the mitigation agreement. I'm going to ask all the families to stand, please. We want to start this celebration by acknowledging that we are on the unceded, ancestral land, homeland of the Ramatush Ohlone. Please stand, everyone. Who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land, and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramatush Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as caretakers of this place, as well as for all people who reside in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living, working, on, and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors and relatives of the Ramatush Ohlone community and by affirming their sovereign rights as First Peoples. We will now have a blessing from Greg Castro of the Association of the Ramatush Ohlone. You can take your seat. Hershatuhi. Greetings to you, my relatives. Thank you for having me here today. My name is Greg Castro. I'm Totralslinen, Rumson and Ramatushaloni, uh, California native activist and the culture director for the Association of Ramatushaloni. And I'm here to represent our community and our tribal chair and executive director, Jonathan Cordero, who's with us today as well, and wish to uh, give good thoughts and, and prayers to this place uh, that is opening here, that is a reflection of not only this community's uh, values and hopes and dreams, but our own ancient values and dreams. In this area, uh, we might have been underwater, but certainly near water, and our ancestors plied these waters. They took care of these waters and the earth surrounding it, and the, the bounty that came from it that sustained and fed and nurtured the community for thousands of years. And we were here from this place that made us who we are. And the last few hundred years, it has been very challenging to say the least for our community, but we are still here. And now we welcome this opportunity to join with the community in a new village place that it record that incorporates the same values that our community has carried forward from ancient times of compassion, care, love, integrity, respect, 
for all people, for all members of the family. And whoever comes to this place is a member of the family. In ancient California tradition, all prayers and rituals and ceremonies and songs are prayer, forms of prayer. And so I'd like to offer you a, a song here as a prayer for opening this place. It is a good luck dance song from the Ohlone community, uh, borrowed from our relatives down in Monterey County. Very similar place in, in area and culture to the Ramatush that we hear. And I offer this to you as a good way to open this place and to bring people together in a good way. Thank you. Thank you, and welcome again. I want to acknowledge the Southeast Community Facility Commissioners here today, our former commissioners, other dignitaries, and the families of our founders. Calvin Chan, a speaker of Nancy Pelosi's office, is here as well. I would like to introduce Dennis Herrera, General Manager of the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission. Thank you, Dr. Fromer. What a morning. And what a turnout. I don't know if this is a good omen. I think it's a great omen. How many people noticed that the Lucky Bayview sign just came up on that building recently because they knew we were going to have a great turnout today and they want to celebrate with all of you. So thank you, everybody, for being here today. We're here to deliver on a promise, a promise that really was decades in the making. You heard Dr. Fromer mention it a little bit. It was about the strength, foresight, and determination of a community that embodied itself in six people. The big six, as they came affectionately to be known, Espinola Jackson, Alex Pitcher, Harold Madison, Ethel Garlington, Eloise Westbrook, and Shirley Jones. But they were representatives of a community, and their call was a call to action, a call for inclusion, a call for accountability, and everything that you see here today is their legacy and the legacy of the community that has fought for today's day. So thank you so much for being here. 
At the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission, we heard and answered the community's call to reinvest in the people of Bayview Hunters Point. And this fabulous new center is the direct result of extensive outreach and engagement with the community and years of planning and pushing forward. And this center truly belongs to the community. And I'd like to thank the community for its continued partnership. And I look forward to our joint stewardship and management of this facility together. And we hope that the more than $100 million investment in building this new center demonstrates the PUC's commitment to doing the right thing. We hope that it shows our intention to be a good neighbor, to do good, and to be accountable to our community partners. Listen, I'm, it's my privilege and honor to see this project across the finish line. But let's be real, I'm new at this job. Not even a year yet. And I had very little to do with putting this across the finish line. It was the function of hard work of countless others. Too many here to name, but they all need to be recognized. There we go. We wouldn't be here right now without the unflagging support of our Southeast Community Facilities team. I'm talking about Victoria Bryant, Carla Vaughn, Jason Barcelone, Nicholas Cresta, Larry Berry, and of course, Emily Rogers Farr, the executive director of this amazing facility. Thank you all for everything you've done to allow us to be standing here today. I'd also like to thank our Department of Public Works, the Allen Group, Holland's Pankow Builders, our trade partners, and our entire project team for designing and constructing a stunning building and campus. And I also want to thank the Arts Commission for the great job they did commissioning powerful works from local artists to carry, heal, and inspire us all. We all know that this pandemic the last couple of years has created uncertainty everywhere. But we all knew it was critical to maintain our momentum to get this project done while keeping our trades workers safe and employed. And working with our project team and trade partners, we were able to develop and implement policies to achieve that goal, ultimately de delivering this beautiful project, built with 100% union labor. And we're proud of our local hire and local contracting efforts that exceeded the city's aggressive goals. On this project, we had enhanced local contract commitments of 30%. But we not only met that, we exceeded it. Nearly 40% of the hundreds of hours it took to build this fantastic center were worked by San Francisco residents. And even more importantly, almost 100 of the individuals who built this landmark destination are from right here in this community. So there you have it. In so many ways, this is a project built by the community and for the community. But this is only the start. The PUC is committed to providing robust programming at this facility to expand access to resources and opportunities which will lead to better outcomes for youth and families throughout the Bayview Hunters Point community and beyond. And in keeping with our commitment to be being a good neighbor, the PUC is making other ongoing investments in Bayview Hunters Point, including at the Southeast Treatment Plant just down the road. We're investing over $3 billion in critical upgrades that will not only make that facility better prepared for earthquakes 
and sea level rise, but it will also transform an aging sewage plant into a modern resource recovery center that smells better, that's an attractive workplace, and most importantly, is a neighborhood asset. These are the right kinds of investments to make. They're good for our communities, they're good for our city, and they are smart investment of the funds that all of our customers entrust to us. So you have my commitment that our investments that we make in this community are gonna make life better for all of us. And I can tell you that there's nobody that's gonna make sure that I live up to that promise than a woman that I used to advise who didn't always have to take my advice, but she usually did. But now she tells me what to do and I can make sure, and I can assure you that she's gonna make sure that Omelet and we are living up to the commitment that I am making to you today to be the best possible neighbor that we can. And that's our mayor, Mayor London Braid. Thank you, Dennis. And I think that you were selling yourself short and saying that you didn't have anything to do with this when in fact you served as our city attorney and did all the legal documents to get this project done. But more importantly, you know, the Bayview Hunters Point has a very challenging history we know in this city. And a lot of the reason why we celebrate the Big Six has everything to do with the fact that they stood up against a lot of the environmental injustices until, especially Espinola Jackson, until the day she passed away, she was an advocate around environmental justice for the Bayview Hunters Point community. So this was, this, this advocacy started in the 70s because, you know, of all of the different levels of the power plant, the treatment plants, the all the different things that had happened here in the Bayview Hunters Point and looking at the data and seeing high rates of asthma and cancer and other, you know, uh, issues around health that impacted this community for so many years. And, many of those advocates that came before us, they started a movement, a movement where I must say continues on and it continued when Supervisor Sophie Maxwell became supervisor for this district and her along with Dennis Herrera worked hard to shut that power plant down. It was one of the first major things that happened that set off a number of advocacy and things to come. And I see Oscar James in the audience and, and so many really incredible, consistent advocates, people who show up, people and, and Linda Richards and people who stay actively engaged in this community to make sure that the city meets its promises, that we deliver on our promises. The old Southeast Community Center was a promise that was delivered on, but not necessarily sufficient. And when Toye Moses ran that facility, he made sure that every person in this community had access to that facility. It wasn't just about, of course, great programs and a childcare center and a playground and all the great activities and things are, are gonna be here. People from the community would go to Toye and say, we need to use this for an event, for a performance, for something. And I wanna make sure that you all know this is your facility. This facility should be prioritized for the residents of the Bayview Hunters Point community. Because of the blood, sweat, and tears over the years, 
This community deserves this and so much more. So I am happy to be here today. But more importantly, I'm excited to see the use of this space by members of this community. I don't care if you just want to play dominoes. Um, whatever it is, this is your facility. And I look forward to dominoes, bingo, and all that, but hopefully there's money involved because I like to win. But nevertheless, I'm excited about what this new facility means. It's, it's a new day. And along with what's going to happen at India Basin and the investments that are being made to make this waterfront better than any other waterfront in the city, to bring the attention and the resources and the support of all of these things are going to be truly transformative. And so I am so excited about the future, and I am grateful to so many of the leaders who are here today and so many of the family members of the leaders for the work you continue to do. I know it took a long time, but here we are. God's prayers, your prayers have been answered, and this just because there was a delay does not mean there's a denial. Here we are. Here we are celebrating something absolutely extraordinary, and I am so grateful for your work, your advocacy, the artist, Mildred Howard, I know, is uh, uh, um, uh, her sculpture, and, and so many other incredible people played a role in this, and I just want to say thank you to the community and Emily for her leadership and the members of the board. We finally got it done. Thank you to all those who played an important role in making this beautiful facility for the community here. Thank you so much. And with that, I want to introduce your supervisor, Shaman Walton. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Something special is happening in Bayview. Something special is happening in Bayview. I want you to look across the street as General Manager Herrera stated earlier, we have a brand new Lucky Store that is coming next week. I want you to look at this corner and look around you right now and look at this amazing space that was built for the benefit of this community. And I, I can't talk about being in this amazing space without saying that people tried to deny this space. People didn't want us to have this space, particularly right here. There were people who fought us every step of the way when we were fighting to make sure 1550 Evans was going to be a state-of-the-art community center and have a state-of-the-art education building. But I want those people to know that people power, resiliency of the Bayview Hunters Point community will always win. If we go back to 79, when the conversations about the mitigation were happening, if we go back to the work of the big six and we can stand here today and say that we have actually realized a good chunk of the promises that were made. Because there's still one more step. There's still a state-of-the-art community facility that has to go here, education facility that has to go here, that was promised. We fought to make sure the bond money was available and the city college bond. And now we have to make sure that that building gets built. Working with our partners from the PUC, working with our partners from city college, because as your supervisor, 
as the person that you put in place to represent you, I said I was going to fight for the things that you told me was on our agenda. And so we are going to see all of this into fruition. We are going to continue to fight until everything that was promised happens. If I'm fortunate enough to be reelected in November, we only got four more short years to go. The reason why I bring that up is because the same resiliency that we brought together to make this happen, we're going to need moving forward because time constraints are always against us. But I want to thank everyone who showed up today. If you think several mayors ago, several commissioners ago, several directors ago, several community leaders ago, promises were made to this community. And because everyone came together and said, we're going to make sure that we are not denied what is owed to us, we were able to get to this point. I am proud to stand here with all of you as a supervisor who was able to be here when this vision was realized. But I definitely want to thank Supervisor Maxwell for all of her work. I definitely want to thank Supervisor Malia Cohen for all of her work. Because we don't do any of this alone. And so I want to make sure that everybody who played a role in making sure that this facility was here gets their proper due. If you screwed in a boat, if you nailed in a nail, if you stood up at a community meeting, if you came down to City Hall to say that this has to happen, if you were at 1800 Oakdale at the old site making sure that everyone understood that we needed a better, new, improved, more modern community center, any role that you played, I want to thank you for that. I want to thank this community for their resiliency, and I am proud to be your representative of this new facility. And now I have the opportunity to bring up someone who has always stood with us in this community. When I go to him, even though we don't always agree on everything, but when I go to him and say, we need support in our community, we need resources in our community, he has stood with us, he has stood with you, and I am thankful for that. And so I want to bring up our state senator, Scott Weiner. We do love you, Shimon. Thank you, Supervisor. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Um, so this is, first of all, this is like breathtakingly beautiful. This is one of the most beautiful buildings in the entire city of San Francisco, and I don't say that lightly, because we always talk about like the new, the new design isn't always as pretty as the old design from 100 years ago. This is one of those examples of what it means when we really put our heart and soul into what something looks like and what we deliver to the community. And this is so beautiful, and I want to congratulate the community and the PUC uh, and everyone who is involved in this amazing uh, project. I'm a big fan of the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission. This is an organization that is so committed to environmental sustainability, whether it's around water, whether it's around clean energy. In so many ways, this is uh, a clean uh, environmental uh, agency, and it's awesome. Uh, and this building, of course, is so incredibly sustainable. It's a model for what we need. But we also know that environmental sustainability Yes, it's about energy and water and all that, but it's also about the sustainability of the community. 
And this is a community, the Bayview Hunters Point, our southeastern neighborhoods, it's a community that has been under intense pressure for so many years and has not always been prioritized by our city government and has at times felt cut off and forgotten and neglected. And it is so important that we, are in, that we be intentional about investing in this community, about supporting uh, this amazing community. And I'm, this is an example of that, the rebuild of the Bayview Branch Library down the street is a beautiful branch library as an example. The Opera House, what we're gonna do with India Basin, with the Shoreline Park, it's gonna be one of the best parks in the city. So much investment is coming into our southeastern neighborhoods and there is so much more work to do. And I know that under the leadership of Dennis Herrera and, and our mayor and Supervisor Walton and everyone else uh, that we're gonna get it done. So congratulations to the community. Uh, and it's now my uh, pleasure uh, to introduce a uh, former supervisor of uh, this district and now a commissioner on the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission, Sophie Maxwell. Well, you heard it, community, so that means we heard a lot of promises today. So we have to make sure that happens. This is one of the most beautiful buildings, I agree with you, Scott, in the entire city. And I want to thank the community. I want to thank all of those who had something to do with it, just like Shimon, every bolt. But I especially want to thank former director of the PUC, Harlan Kelly. Harlan Kelly put his heart and soul in this building. He made sure that this building happened. He had a lot to deal with, but he had a vision. And along with the community, you all helped him make it happen. He went to the community, made sure that they were involved every step of the way. And that's why when I look back at this building, I see this is what a utility of the future is supposed to be. Our policies go beyond do no harm. Our policies are do good and build. And that's why Lucky Store is coming here, because we are here, we built, we started. This is what a utility of the future has to be. This was Harlan's vision, but it's also my vision and should be everyone's vision. A utility of the future goes beyond. In this neighborhood, we have fought for environmental justice. We have to fight to be able to breathe, for our children to be healthy. We have the highest rate of asthma, the highest rate of cancer. You mentioned it, we had it. Well, this building helps to, with the lead gold, and I want to thank all of you who helped make that happen. Intentionally, we have water conservation. Intentionally, we have good quality air inside. Intentionally, we are environmentally sound. Everything that was not outside is now inside this building. That's what a utility of the future does. And we need all of you to hold us to that. Not about money, it's about what you need. And then in a family, you say, what do we need? And then you find the money for that need. You don't say, what money do we have first, and then we're going to eat? No, that's not what you do. You prioritize. And that's what we have to do. And I want to make sure that all the young people, old people, are environmentally conscious in this neighborhood. And that's what this facility can do, and that's why it's important to have the educational facility. And we also know that opening the doors is the easy part. Holding us accountable 
to making sure upkeep and maintenance is done way into the future. Holding us accountable, as the mayor said, to making sure that we have good programs that are exciting and that are relevant and that take us into the future. I'm excited about this building, and I was going to say I know it's going to be shaking off its foundation, but I'm not going to say that. Uh, I don't want to give any bad omens here, but we also have had taken advantage of a $250 million asset, and that's the Third Street Light Rail, and that's the buses. So when you come in, this is the first thing you see. When you leave, this is the last thing you see. And children are playing, and it's green, and it's beautiful. Thank you, community. Thank you, Harlan Kelly, and thank all of you who had something to do with this. Oh. I'm supposed to introduce somebody, but here he is, and he needs no introduction. <laughs> introduce uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, my name is Ralph Remington, and I'm Director of Cultural Affairs, and it is my pleasure to be here with you today on behalf of the San Francisco Arts Commission. I've only been in my role for almost two years now, but I have to say that this building is incredible. And a lot of it is due to community activism, of course. A lot of it is due to political pressure, of course. A lot of it is due to conscientious politicians, of course. And a lot of it is due to our cultural workers and our artists in our communities. I want to give a big thank you to the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission and the Bayview Hunters Point community for your collaboration on this project. We're here today to celebrate the opening of the beautiful new Southeast Community Center and its robust public art collection featuring three new permanent collections by local artists, Mildred Howard, Philip Hua, and Kenyatta A.C. Hinkle. Oh, tell them, everyone stand up please. All the artists that I mentioned, Kenyatta, Mildred Howard, Philip Waugh, there they are. Thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much. And uh, we have 37 two-dimensional artworks purchased from 27 artists. Each of these artists were selected from the Bayview Artist Registry, and each has a meaningful co uh, connection to the Bayview Hunters Point community. The public art for this project was made possible through the city's public art enrichment ordinance, which allocates 2% of eligible construction costs from capital improvement projects for the commissioning of new public art. In close partnership and collaboration with the SFPUC, Southeast Community Facility Commission and staff, project stakeholders and community members, SFAC developed the Bayview Arts Master Plan, which established the Bayview Artist Registry and has guided the use of the art enrichment funds generated by the FSPUC's improvements in the Bayview, including this center's new artwork and collection. So please join me in acknowledging the artists who are with us here today. So as I uh, mention your bios and mention your names again, if you could stand up, I would greatly appreciate it because you deserve to hear the appreciation that this community feels for your work. Mildred Howard. Mildred Howard and her landmark bronze sculpture, Promissory Notes, takes its inspiration from West African currency that was traditionally worn to signify the wearer's success and embody their power. Philip Wah. 
Philippois and his sculptural mural, Building a Better Bayview, honors the six founders of the Southeast Community Center. And Kenyatta A.C. Hinkle. There's Kenyatta. Thank you, thank you. Whose vibrant photo collage mural navigating the historical present Bayview's Hunt Bayview Hunters Point reflects the life milestones and relationships that connect community members across time and generations. I would also like to thank the 27 artists who contributed their works to the center's extensive two-dimensional artwork program, which can be found on the center's second and third floors on the walls. I would also like to thank, uh, as you tour this, I'm sorry, as you tour the center, please be sure to stop and take in the magnificent works that were created to reflect and honor the Bayview Hunters Point community. And finally, I'd like to take a moment and thank, first of all, uh, Mayor London Breed for guiding us every step of the way in various different posts, in various different assignments of power. Thank you, thank you, Mayor London Breed. Uh, and uh, I'd also like to thank the Arts Commission's public art program staff who worked on this project, including Mary Chu. If Mary, you can wave your hand. Mary Chu right there. Jackie Von Tresco who worked tirelessly over the past few years with project stakeholders, community members, and artists to see themselves in this project through this work. So thank you so much. Enjoy the work. Enjoy your community center. Have a ball. Thank you, everybody. And before we go back to Dr. Fromer for um, the closing remarks, I just want to also acknowledge we have three of our PUC commissioners here, two of whom are new. Uh, we have Tim Paulson. Kate Stacy and Tony Rivera, who are our new commissioners and are excited to get to work, and we're happy to have you here. Thanks very much. All right, you guys too quiet. This building is a piece of art, y'all. Let's give the building a hand. Oh, man. You know, um, I had my wedding reception at 1800 Oakdale. And so my memories from 1800 Oakdale go deep. Right, And I think about the new memories that y'all gonna make, because we need a place to have events, right? Right? And um, I'm always gonna remember that, that memory from there, but now you have a new facility to create these new memories with your family. So we're honored and, and wanna thank you. I also wanna acknowledge the Southeast Community Center team, led by the fearless, fearless Executive Director, Emily Farr Rogers. Rogers Farr. Larry Berry, Deputy Director. Jason Barcelon, Facilities Manager. Carla Vaughn, Commission Secretary. Yay, along with Victoria Bryant. I might say this name kind of wrong. Christelle Etienne and Nicholas Cresta. Let's give them all a hand. I don't think I said enough about my commissioners, the Southeast Community Facility Commissioners. We spent hours looking at artwork. We spent hours touring this building. We spent hours crossing stuff out that we didn't want. Because what they have in a Presidio, we need better here. So don't bring me no crappy blow dryers in the bathroom. I want what they got, right, in the Embarcadero. And so we fought for that. This commission has been a working commission. I am so honored um, to be the chair and the president of this commission. And uh, we got so much more work to do. On behalf of the commission, I want to extend special thanks and recognition to the Waste Water Enterprise 
and the San Francisco PUC for the commitment to this community. Thanks to our tenant partners and the non-public hub, there will be a pavilion sharing information over there about their programs and services. And I want to just close out and invite everyone, invite the commissioners up to gather around this wonderful mayor in her beautiful blue to take a picture. And um, thank you for coming out today. I was born and raised right on this hill. I'm a sixth generation San Franciscan. And I might not live here anymore because I got gentrified out, but guess what? My blood is in this community, right? And I'm not going nowhere, right? So thank you, thank you, thank you, and enjoy your day. We got great food and music and family. So congratulations, everybody. Thank you.